Good morning, Viking fans. It's Skull Sunday. Let's talk about my five keys to victory next in three, two, one. Gather around, Skull Brothers and Sisters. This is Skull World, brought to you by Minnesota Sports Talk. I'm your host, Dave. You can follow me on Twitter, TikTok, and Facebook, at Skull World. Now, if you would, go down hit subscribe if you're a first-time listener. Or if you're a second-time listener and just haven't subscribed yet, make sure you hit like, leave a comment. I want to know what you want to think the key to victory is for the Minnesota Vikings. Tell me where I'm wrong. Tell me where I'm right, please. I need that. I, I, I got feelings. <laughs> Make sure you do. I appreciate it. Hey, and I want to thank all my new listeners. I went to Twitter and I asked my followers there to follow me here. And they came out in force and they pushed me above 800 in less than 24 hours, man. And I appreciate it, guys. Thank you for listening. Thank you for coming over. I hope you stay a while. Let's go. Now, the keys to victory. I'm going to just I'm gonna just get right into it. I'm going to get right into it. Let's get rid of the JJ. Let's get rid of the Purple Hulk. I got the keys of victory here. Number uh, number five, I'm going to go with defense adjustments. Ed Donatel, make the adjustments, man. Just do it. We're going the Bears think they have a bad offensive line. And Justin Fields probably m- exacerbates that. Big word, word of the day. He probably exacerbates that by holding the ball longer than any quarterback in the league. What an opportunity to get after him. Just like you did Aaron Rodgers in the Packers game. If you you could get after him with four because he holds on to the ball and you'll get the sack. Alright? Now he is more mobile, man. He you gotta stay you get you gotta be aggressive but stay disciplined on a guy that's as mobile as him. Now he does hold the ball long, but uh, he reads. He tries to read the field. You can see he is a his his head adjusting uh, to depth of uh, receiver. He's reading the receiver. He's trying to go through progressions, but he's holding the ball. He holds the ball way too long, and he's gonna. He's so susceptible to sacks. So this may work. Just playing your four four guys, but I think it's deeper than that, man. Our defense have, have made adjustments on individual effort. I give Dantzler a lot of credit going from the uh, Philly and the the uh, Lions game to the Saints game. He was reacting. He's re- he's reading. He's I must be watching film because he's he is uh, still playing ten yards back because we we are funneling the ball to his side. Because we're playing closer up with Peterson, we're not playing bump and run. But we're playing closer up, and the uh, the routes are are going down the field and behind the linebackers, and they're trying to hit it in that window. And in the Saints game, Dantzler adjusted to that. He broke up a pass and also almost picked one off. I he should have caught that one. That's a drop. It was right there for him. That would have made a big difference in the game. I think that's what Donatel wants. He wants. The receivers to throw it down the field, and our center fielder is just catching the ball. And right now, there's not too many, uh, uh, too much of that happening yet. Will it come? Maybe, and maybe Donatel will look like a genius. 
But until then, it looks like we're playing soft zone. And I'm not the one. That's not coming from me. That's coming from people that got paid to play this game and to analyze this game every week that are talking about his shell soft zone defense. So make the adjustments. You, you, you blitz less than any team in the league. Blitz a little bit more because it has been effective. The times you blitz, it's been effective. I am also saying that this next guy would be an adjustment. My whole last video was based on him putting his hand on the ground. He still puts it in the ground 47% of the time, but he's getting more than half the less pressures than he had the year before after four games. He was dominating last year before he got hurt, and now he's not. And it has everything to do with him being misplayed, just like we misplayed Anthony Barr the, of the life of his career. He was a 3-4 outside linebacker. We were playing 4-3, and we didn't have him rush. He wasn't, we weren't edge rushing him like he did, was successful in college. Now with Daniil Hunter, we're making him an outside linebacker, and it's just almost grotesque to watch this big, massive, fast, fast man running backwards because you cannot run fast running backwards. And that's what's happening to Neil Hunter. I need you to individually when you have your hand on the ground to get after the quarterback by all means necessary to show Ed Donatel that that's what should be happening. I don't know. Maybe you want to stand up. I don't know. But you're much more effective when your hand's on the ground. All right. Hey, and the quarterbacks are getting rid of the ball because the 10-yard cushion is way before you can get to the quarterback. Not your fault. But, hey, when the opportunities there, get after the quarterback, take advantage of those opportunities, show Ed Donatel, hey, I am better played here. If you're the outside linebacker, be the one that's rushing. If you're if you're the, uh, if you get moved into defensive end, great, because you are both good against the run and the pass, and I'll fight you for it if you tell me no. If, you, if they, someone tells me no, it's time to fight because it, this guy is an all-around dominant player who's got one sack after four games, and it's not its not because he's not trying. It's not. It's just being misused, man. It's being misused. And don't tell me out there, hey, Dave, we're 3-4. You suggest to go to 4-3. No, I'm not. He can play the end in a 3-4. He can play nose tackle because... We put him at D tackle in 2021, 2020, occasionally, and it was awesome. They got after the quarterback. Daniel Hunter can play anywhere. He's a force to be reckoned with. Do it. Put him, give him opportunities. Now, I talked about the Bears having a um, questionable offensive line, and that's coming from Bears fans, by the way. It's coming from Bears fans. But key to our offensive line is we struck a Brian O'Neill struggled in this last game. But I think it's Cameron Jordan. He has a heyday against us. He, I don't know. He just loves playing us for some reason. But our offensive line should be able to handle this defensive line. It's not me saying it. They don't have a good defensive line. That's what I'm hearing. That's what people who get paid to you know, analyze this game say they have a rough defensive line. They don't get after it. Our offensive line is improved and a lot of guys are surprising me cleveland's better bradbury's better ed ingram shows splashes of i'm gonna be a kick-ass right guard in this league 
it shows Derisaw's the he's the LT one in a couple years and he's knocking on the door this year. Right tackle Brian O'Neill consistency. That last game wasn't wasn't your best man. And he knows it and he anybody's gonna improve from one week to the next. It's gonna be a Brian O'Neill. But hey, this is where this is where we're gonna. I don't know what I put keys apostrophe. I just I just now noticed that keys to victory. Um, weird. <laughs> uh, so offensive line, you know, dominate this game, man. It's 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 a prime game to do that. The run will come off of it. The giving Cousins time to throw will come off of it. This is where I think we expect to dominate. And if we do, we win this game handily. If we struggle, it's going to be closer, if not a loss. But we need to handle the handle in the trenches that we didn't have, have happen against the Saints. If we can do that, this game will be a blowout. And we're all patting each other on the shoulders. And Ed Donatel lives another week. The offense, nobody's complaining about Kirk. That won't happen. Someone's going to complain about Kirk no matter what he does. But our offensive line is capable of dominating the Bears' defensive line. That's the key to victory. Big key to victory is stop dropping the ball, man. If our offense would stop shooting itself in the foot with butt fumbles, um, Kirk throwing a bad pick against the Saints, if, uh, you know, drops on first down, Jefferson, it didn't hit you in the fingertips in the end zone. It hits you in the hands. I mean, it's like this is how far he had to reach back and grab that ball, man. That's all That's all he had to do. So it's, it's not like, oh, my God, my fingertips. No, he, he dropped the ball. And Munt, you dropped the ball. Now, I'm going to talk about Kirk, but this particular don't drop the ball when it's thrown to you. Irv Smith Jr. against the uh, Philly. You know, I, I Justin Jefferson, he two or three in a game, man. I don't know. You know, he still had 140-some yards, but, hey, don't drop the ball in the first place. We'll be okay. We'd, we'd have a bigger, you know, they would be a touchdown would have knifed them in the back. You know, things like that. Scoring touchdowns. No more stalled drives because of drops. That's what I'm saying. I mean, we're not having 10 drops a game, but three or four still can kill a team, man. Don't drop the ball. I mean, these weren't like, oh my gosh, the guy, you know, it was very, it was a tough play. It still counts as a drop. No, these were drops. There's a lot of drops in this game, man. Uh, and I, CJ Ham not catching that one ball. I'm not blaming him on that. That was a tough, that would have been a tough catch for anybody, especially a fullback running freaking swing routes like or wheel routes like that that's a tough play now big key to victory is Kirk Cousins make the right reads and nobody's going to complain about you I know there's higher expectations on you than most quarterbacks I mean you get a NFL nobody wants to talk about you know Pat Mahomes having 11 yards a second half of the NFC title game. No one wants to talk about that. But you have a you have a two fourth quarter comebacks. They want to nitpick the four or five bad plays you made in that game. Right? Four or five bad plays in your game uh, where you could have made a better throw or threw it to a better target. That's what's going to define you that game. Even if you had one, they're going to talk about it. 
I guarantee it. Even if you had one, because how do I know that? Packers game. One misread, boom, they talked about it the whole week. So four or five or two or three, maybe maybe three against the Saints, all they talk about now. Totally overshadows the first. They don't. For, they don't go straight to like in. I'm twenty minutes into a game. I'm twenty minutes into a podcast. I've twenty three minutes into a podcast. Finally, locked on sports talked about the game winning uh, throw to Justin Jefferson. After they talked about all the mystery, you know, made sure they covered every misstep Cousins had before, you know, before they finally acknowledged that he had a second fourth quarter comeback. So that's what cousins you got to do, man. If they they want you to be perfect, just make the right reads. If you have the time, make the right read and make the right throw and that solves that solves your problem. That solves your problem. Forget the drops. That's in the past. These guys are going to catch for you now. They're going to catch for you. Make sure you throw it to the right guy because all the armchair, armchair quarterbacks out there that know um, that don't have to look through six foot five trees to find windows to throw to receivers that are perfect with that remote control are going to complain about you. That's it, man. Just win, baby. Let's go. We got a couple Raiders fans today, or Raiders fan friends. I'm like, hey, just win, baby. And they they got a tough Monday night game, but we got we got the exact opposite. We got a Sunday against a depleted Chicago Bears team, and we got to show out. Do these five things. Do these five things that I just put up here, especially the offensive line and no drops. And I think we crush the Chicago Bears. Let's get after it. Let's go, Minnesota Vikings. It's Skull Sunday. Let's go. I'm ready for this. I hope you are. This is Skull World, brought to you by Minnesota Sports Doc. I'm your host, Dave. Subscribe, like, and leave a comment below. I want to hear what you want to think. Thank you, everybody that came over from TikTok to or TikTok Twitter to watch watch my show. I hope I'm glad you're visiting, but I hope you stay a while. Let's go. Cue the music. Thank you, Viking fans, for listening. Make sure you catch my other episodes. Also, make sure you subscribe, like, and leave a comment below. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Skull Vikes.